0: What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host Tony as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. Today's topic, should you pay off your mortgage when you retire? In this country, a lot of people have debt, but in past generations and even today's boomer generation, debt is an enemy, and having a mortgage seems to be a strike, a strike against your retirement character. So, we're going to talk about that whether or not it makes sense to actually pay off your mortgage. Let's bring in my co host, Tony Shore, to talk about this. Welcome to the show, Tony. Paying off mortgage. Do you. Do you agree that our parents' generation and even more so their parents' generation were against any sort of mortgage debt, any debt, into retirement? Um. Yeah,
1: for the most part, I think a lot of people. I don't know for sure, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I never really discussed it or heard my parents or grandparents talking about that. Um, I know that they've, you know, vary against. Debt in general, but but I don't think so. I mean, my parents' situation, and my grandparents' situation with their homes—they built them and they never really paid mortgages on their homes. So uh that's a unique situation, you know. They lived in. The so country. you
0: basically you basically took it to the next level. Not only did they not have mortgages, my parents built their houses. So these new generation boomers from scratch, yeah,
1: yeah, from scratch. My my dad and his dad and brothers built. My grandpa's house and my mom and dad's house across the lane so and they're still living in them but uh, you know there's property tax it's a big farm I'm sure they pay pay in on right. that but but mortgages I would say you know a, a lot of people worry about you know no debt you know they listen to Dave Ramsey and you can't have a dime of debt you don't want to owe right. anybody anything
0: right and there's nothing wrong with that I mean debt-free retirement I mean what's not to like about that right? Um And it's really a positive thing, but sometimes it might not be. And I've run into a couple of cases, scenarios lately where people paying off a debt look to be a bad mathematical decision. So I want to talk Mm, about
1: it. Interesting. It's Um, all about the math with you, Dan.
0: Well, it really is. But spoiler alert, sometimes math gets in the way of real life and real life gets in the way of good math. So speaking
1: of real, I believe those uh, $100 bills behind you are counterfeit.
0: <laughs> if you look closely and don't, yes. if you're don't looking, try it, to
1: spend those, Dan.
0: Sorry if you're listening, but if you're looking, it looks like there's a guy with a beard and a mohawk in yes. place of Benjamin it, Franklin on the it does Hill.
1: That's what I was looking at.
0: But it could be an early rendition of Ben Franklin. So oh, look more know. like
1: Lincoln to me from the side, but <laughs> just with a with more of a brewmaster's beard or a lumberjack beard.
0: Nothing to say about the little house on the other side. So we're talking about paying using this to pay off (laughs) this. Woo. Yeah. Reverse. Got it. So, um, you know, paying off off a house as you're entering retirement makes a lot of sense, especially when it comes to cash flow. Because if you think about it, one of the biggest expenses besides taxes is um, in retirement could be your housing housing, food, transportation. Those are the big three. So if you pay off your mortgage and you don't have that house payment anymore, that really frees up a lot of cash flow in retirement. It does. So people like that. Um, And I'm not going to begrudge people for paying that off. But here are a couple of factors. I want to go through some factors to think about before going and paying off your mortgage. The first one, what is the interest rate on the debt? Now, Mortgage rates are slowly going up, or actually quickly going up, I should say. Um, but they've been so low recently. Um, you have you refinanced? Uh, I have clients that have refinanced and have mortgages at two and a half percent. You can get a thirty-year at two. You, you you can run into someone that's sub three. A lot of people with a thirty-year mortgage or twenty-year mortgage sub three percent, yeah, which is historically quite low.
1: Yeah, I think ours so, is
0: like two point nine, right. So yeah. you, you got to know your rate. So that's the first thing. Um, so then it begs the question, Tony, if you're paying 2.5% on your mortgage and you're investing that money and making 5% return, double that, does it make sense to actually pay off the mortgage using that money that's making 5%? This is the math coming in. Hey, <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm paying you 5%. You're paying Joe 2%. 2.5. Should you stop, you know, stop the money that I'm getting at 5% to pay off Joe at 2.5? I don't know. Mm, that's you're a losing good, 2.5% it, it, at this point, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So if you do the math, so in certain situations, what you're saying is there are certain scenarios where the math makes sense to, you'd rather have that mortgage and be paying right. off a mortgage.
0: Especially if you're getting a higher return elsewhere, significantly higher return, I might add, double. However, there are some risks associated with a 5% return right now. Now, that's not to say interest rates are going to creep up and you say you locked in a 30-year rate. Okay, say you're 50 years old and you have 20 years left on a mortgage and you're like, well, I plan on paying us off by the time I retire at 62 12 years from now what if the rates what if you can get a CD paying 6% that that's not unreasonable right and you're paying 2.5% on your mortgage if you does it make sense to sell the CD that's paying 6% and and pay you know so i think what's going to happen going forward is people are going to be looking at their mortgage rates and saying man that's really low i can yeah. get a better return elsewhere there's always risk associated with the other return, but if you can get a risk-free or close to risk-free, there's no such thing as risk-free, a close to risk-free return that's higher than your mortgage rate, why would you pay it off? Sure. That's just so it's a factor to consider. Um along those lines, another factor is other debts. So I was looking in our archives, Tony. We did a show on this very topic over three years ago. And we talked about these same things, but I figure we'll refresh because of the current interest rate environment. But um, one thing that was true back then. And one thing that is still true today is if you have other high interest rate debts, such as a credit card, don't pay off your mortgage before you pay off the credit cards. Mm. So as an example, It's very reasonable for someone to have a credit card debt of 20% interest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It can go all the way up to like 24, 25, 24%, I think is the
0: right. It it could be 30 in the future. Who knows? Right. Yeah. So, so if you have a 20% interest rate credit card debt of say $10,000 yeah, and you're saying, I want to pay off my house because I want to retire or I'm going to make an extra payment on my home loan so that I can get rid of this earlier. That's all part of my plan to be debt-free in retirement. Don't forget about the credit card payment or the auto loan or some other debt.
1: So the math says pay off the highest interest debts first. That's what you're saying.
0: Absolutely. That just, that makes the most sense. And that includes
1: your mortgage and people sometimes separate their mortgage from other debt. And what you're saying is don't think that way. Look at any debt And then prioritize what you need to pay off first. And the thing that's charging you the most interest has to go first and any money you'd put toward paying off anything else should go into that one first because financially, financially that's going to help you the most.
0: Right now, this also goes into back to the first one, which is the interest rates on debt. Um, what if you're getting um what if your money is in a bank right now paying 0.01 <laughs> is that why do you have that bank account with 30,000 at 0.01 sitting there for no purpose this is outside of your emergency fund yeah
1: and you've seen that what, people actually do that sometimes don't they have a large chunk of money in a bank paying no right, interest right just waiting there
0: waiting there or even a CD paying 0.5 and the question is, well, why wouldn't you just apply that to your debt? Why not pay yeah. off your mortgage with that? Yeah. So it goes both ways. So the math you're losing money by, yeah. You're right. So if you're getting 0.5% from the bank and you're paying 3% on the mortgage, doesn't make sense. Reallocate right. the funds. So back to the interest rate, hey, if you could do better, why not? At the same time, you could do better by paying off a 20% loan, right? That's pure profit at that point. Yeah. Okay. Another factor. And this is the one that I've run into recently is your payoff money taxable? So, Tony, you owe $50,000 on your house. You're 64 years old. You want to retire next year at 65. You're like, I'm paying this off. I'm paying off this $50,000 because I'm done. I don't want the mortgage payment anymore. I just want to be debt free because that's what I'm supposed to do. So, you go to your IRA. Cause that's where your money is. That's the way you have all your money and you take 50,000 out to pay off the loan of 50,000. What's the problem with that? You're going to be
1: taxed on that money and that that's going to be counted as income. And so you're going, it's going to drive you into a higher income bracket, right?
0: Tony take over, keep going, man. You're on a roll. <laughs> there it is. You're right. That's it. That's it. So I right. run into some people recently, that just out-of-control desire to get rid of their debt. And, yeah. hey, it's not a bad thing, right? Sure. But for whatever reason... They've been listening debt,
1: to Dave Ramsey.
0: <laughs> right, right, which is, I'm I'm all for it, right? I'm all for re- debt reduction and so forth. But you Especially be credit
1: it. card debt
0: reduction. Right. Yeah. So this was, I want to pay off my mortgage, so I'm going to use up all my free cash, and I'm going to take out the balance that I need from my IRA. And what happened was... They got tax on the IRA because mm-hmm. that's what happens. Sure. And they, li- they they used all their cash. So not only do they have a liquidity problem, they have a tax problem. And now that tax went from the 10% tax bracket or the 12% tax bracket to the 22% tax bracket. So by creating that income, they were on the border. That income they took out was 22% versus the 12. So that's a 10% increase in taxes to pay off a three percent mortgage. Doesn't make sense to me. No. It right? Doesn't. Nope. Especially if you could spread that tax burden out in the future. Another client, not client, but I ran into someone that who did this, they wanted to pay off the house early so early that they took money out of their ira prior to oh, 59 and a half come on <laughs> and they had a 10 early what's that called again do you remember what we called the 10 percent? if you take money out of your ira before 10
1: early withdrawal penalty
0: early withdrawal penalty but you know the technical term from it was tony it's actually a tax it's an excise tax. Remember that we talked excise. about the excise tax. Excise
1: tax. Yes. We did a show
0: on taxes. And wait, I'm supposed money. to retain this stuff you're teaching me? No, you're not. That's why I put put you know reminders up here for people. Uh, yes. <laughs> so here we go. I want no debt in retirement. Yet I'm going to make financially. In I'm going to say not stupid because you know, just poor right. financial math decisions. Yeah, to pay off my debt. Mm. There's other ways to do it. Kind of like yep. we did the Shawshank Roth. You know the Shawshank yeah. Roth conversion. Yeah, let me convert it all at once. No, why not convert it over mm-hmm. time? I know that's
1: what you wanted to call your book, the Shawshank Roth conversion. But it still might be Stephen funny. King. Don't, don't, Stephen don't Stephen King's lawyer sent you a cease and desist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The idea of that is you pay off a little bit or you convert your Roth over time to reduce the tax burden over time. You could do the same with paying down your mortgage. Maybe instead of doing a lump sum, get it done. I don't want any debt in retirement. Maybe you increase your payments a little bit so you're not bumping yourself into the next tax bracket. Just being Uh. smart about it, right?
1: do the math and, and and here's the deal. you don't but people are like, how can I think of all these things uh, when I'm making this decision? Well, that is exactly why. You need to work with a trusted financial services professional who's a fiduciary who's looking out for your best interest and knows to look out for these things and sit down and do the math. I mean, I know that's yeah. what you do for your clients so they don't make these mistakes and end up losing out and losing right. valuable resources or getting themselves into a bad tax situation.
0: Right. You know, it's like um, um, I would I would take it a step further and say, look for a CFP. Certified Financial Planner, that's going to look at the big picture stuff, not just focus on investments, not just focus on insurance, everything. And that's because this is this falls into that, you know, everything category. Right. Another factor Stuff is, like you know, social
1: security, health care, Medicare right.
0: and Co- long term care qualifications, yeah. your home equity factors into that. So but
1: debt reduction is another thing that most uh, so-called financial planners won't uh, always help you with or uh, your stockbroker or, you know, a lot of so-called financial professionals aren't looking at the big picture. Right.
0: Now, on the flip side of that, a lot of financial advisors say, don't pay off the house, use that money and invest it with me because I could do better. Whose best interest are they looking for? So yeah, sometimes it does make sense to, to pay off the house. Um, Liquidity is a big factor too. Um, Are you putting all of your money? So if you're paying off your mortgage, Tony, what you're fundamentally doing is taking money from one asset, whether it's in the bank or in the stock market, and you're moving it into another asset, which is your house. So you still own that money. It's not like it's just, you're paying off someone and you don't have anything to show for it. Your house becomes, more valuable in terms of equity you've got equity yeah right so you have to remember you don't want to put all of your liquid money into the house because then you're going to be house rich cash poor and that doesn't help with retirement living expenses if all your money's stuck in the house so if you're going to pay off your mortgage which is perfectly fine you have to be willing to look at your house as an asset as well if you need it You might consider a a reverse mortgage or a home equity line of credit. You might have to tap into your house in the future to help live. And people. Okay, Magnum PI. (laughs) We're afraid of his mustache. I know. Yeah. So so people are afraid of debt. Reverse mortgage is just another mortgage, just debt. So home equity line of credit is another debt. So if you're going to pay off your mortgage only to have to go back to it later, what's the sense of that? Maybe the yeah. rate for the 20 years left on your mortgage was a better rate than you'd get with a reverse or a home yeah. equity line of credit. Last but not least, Tony, the last psycho- psychological factor, the factor is psychological aspect of paying off your house. This this is something that I will just say you can't underestimate the value of. Um, there's a really good feeling of being debt-free. Yeah.
1: We talked about stress last week or the week before. Yes, last and, week. Uh, last
0: week's show. I'll last up week's here. show
1: is about stress. Stress. And uh, that's one great way to reduce stress is being debt-free. That's for sure. I mean, that's financial stress is the number one stress people have. typically. Right.
0: Right. So a conversation might go like this. All right, Tony, your mortgage is 2.9%. We found a financial product that's pretty solid that can give you five. So. You're going to make two point one percent net, okay, Tony? Um, do it, do it, right? That you just buy the product yeah. and and, you, but you come back and say, I don't want that. Yeah, my job as a fiduciary to factor in this feeling, because your risk
1: and debt adverse adversity,
0: right, is two point one percent enough enough to to, to offset the stress that perhaps you and your wife are feeling. Maybe you're fighting about the debt. Yeah. Maybe you just wake up every morning with feeling like a heavy weight on your chest because you got to pay that mortgage every month. And you're like, I just want to be done with that. And that 2% extra you can get, it's, it's is it really worth it? Maybe not. And that's the type of conversation. So this is where math and life kind of clash sometimes. Yeah. You know, I could talk math all day that's and right. I could be neutral and be like, hey, 2% is 2%. You don't want it, give it to me. I'll get you. know, But I can't take away that emotional impact that you have. Right.
1: You have to weigh all these 2%. factors, the psychological factor. And I think that's what separates the men from the boys, so to speak, when it comes to financial advisors or the women from the girls, because right. that's the, that's the thing, uh, you know, you're taking into account their emotional needs as well. Whereas most advisors are like, no, and don't, you got to take, make this choice because, uh, you know, you got to take the 2% regardless of your feelings because, you know, in the back of their minds, they want that business because they make a percentage or a fee off of how much they have invested. Yes. So, um, if they're paying off the mortgage, that's money they're not getting in the investments that they, uh, right. you know, right. get fees for managing. So I think that, uh, most, uh, unfortunately there are a lot of advisors out there who, uh, would always, always push you toward the thing that's going to get them more money. But there are advisors that are fiduciaries that really, it, they, they they want an ongoing relationship with you and want to do what's in your best interest overall, and that's like yourself, obviously, Dan. And I know that uh, you really stress that. So,
0: yeah, you know, you can make the case. You can make the case that it you should, you should not pay off your mortgage because you're going to make two percent extra, and you can. Right. It, it could be a solid case, and then a reasonable sure. person would say, yeah, that makes sense. You can also make the case that I'm going to forego that 2% advantage so I don't feel stressed out. You can go either way with it. The the question is, are you having that conversation with your advisor or is it all numbers? At the same time, you don't want to be overly emotional about it. You need someone to say, hey, no, 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 hold on. Yeah, I know you're going to feel good about it, but you're going to pay it. You're going to pay more in taxes you're going to have an excise tax like maybe we should think this through and run in numbers yeah and i have had clients have these conversations and i've had clients choose to pay off and i've had clients choose not to who's right and who's wrong Hmm. neither they're happy with their decision which is my job to make sure that they're comfortable and are aware of all the factors that's really it so it's not so much um you got to have someone that's looking out for your best interest. That's true, but you also have some have someone that's actually factoring in non financial aspects of your life, mm. such as stress reduction, and that's sure. that's where I'm a big proponent of. It doesn't make me rich, but it makes my clients happier, yes. and then they stick with me longer, and so I, I win in the end that way too. Because yes, they stay makes with you. So yep, that's that uh, makes sense. So there is no right answer. Um, the math says one thing, life satisfaction says another, you just have to consider all the factors. So consider the math, consider the non math factors, and then make a decision. And once you make that decision, don't regret it. Don't think twice. I'll say this, the people that paid off the house, haven't come back to me and said, why did I do that? (laughs) I I wish I didn't have debt. I wish I had debt, right? Yeah. At the same time, the people that are doing it say, I'm so glad that I'm not, I didn't pay it off because now I have more liquidity and now I have, right? So people, I, I don't want people to regret this decision. It's a big one though. So the only way to not regret is to make sure you have that conversation and, and have all that. And
1: bad. yeah, work with a financial services professional. Don't do it on your own because they can keep you from maybe making overly emotional decisions and make sure you have looked at the math before you
0: make a decision. Right. And if you're going to talk to a mortgage broker and get the the advice from them, just remember that. Like, what is their goal? Yeah. have you pay off Right. Like, right. no, no, they'll want you to refinance or keep a debt or a mortgage servicer, right? So you always consider that when you're getting advice, but consider yep. the source, yep. consider the source. But so is there an answer, Tony? No, that's boring. I'm, that's what I'm used to. It depends. It depends. Right. Yep. I'm going to be saying it depends until I'm wearing the pens. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, damn. No right answer. On that note, let's bring in my kids. Enjoy the rest of the day, everyone. If you got questions about whether or not you should pay off your home mortgage, you want to talk to someone about it, give me a call. I'd be happy to have it. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks for another good show, Tony. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement
1: like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Groups before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.